0: to Aligned Mama Podcast. We're your hosts, Samantha Kapstick and Nikki Trout. And we're partnering
1: up because we know motherhood is hard. Like
0: really, really hard. <laughs> really hard. <laughs> Get ready to equip yourself with practical tips and strategies to tackle daily trials along with insights from expert guest speakers and relatable stories from other moms just like you.
1: Join us weekly for advice, inspiring stories, and a supportive community of moms navigating the joys and challenges of motherhood together. Welcome back, mamas. Today we are taking a deep dive into Samantha's health journey. If you've seen my girl, you've probably noticed that she's got one of those super hot mama bodies. <laughs> you <know>. do. <laughs> but this is something that she has worked on, and it's been quite a journey for her, and it's much more than how she looks. So sit back, listen in, and take some tips home with you. Okay, so Samantha, before we dive into today, can you take us back to your health journey from the
0: beginning? Sure. Sure um okay so when I was little I would stay with my grandma um and she had bad knees and just not in the best health and um I think that she felt guilty that she could not do a whole lot with me physically um and so to compensate for that she would make me All of the food and all of the treats and not just like, oh, I made you a little bit. It would be like, here's a whole plate. Do you want a second plate? (laughs) (laughs) So um, that being said, sweets are like my favorite. And I think I've always struggled with that. But I think it stems from my grandma lover. Um, But and then portion control because um, that just like wasn't a thing. It was always in my family and all the women in my family, even to this day, like you go over to someone's house, like my aunt Connie's house, or I go to my mom's and it's like, you know, you eat something, you're like, wow, that was delicious. And they're like, here, have two more helpings. (laughs) Um, So our love language is food. And I think that they love people by giving them lots of yummy food. Um, And, but as an adult, Um, And even as a child, I was noticing that I was heavier. Um, I mean, I wasn't super heavy, but I was always just like chunkier. I didn't have good core balance. I didn't have balance. I wasn't great at sports. And then I've always been loving school and like love to read. So I just felt super nerdy and felt like I fit that whole persona which is
1: so much like people don't see you today. And they probably never have. <laughs> She's like the hippest friend that I know, but it's interesting to keep going. And, awesome. I, <laughs> and I don't think your family's abnormal. I think that is the norm. That's what grandmas do. That's what they were taught and, and so on. So I think that is the norm.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, and I was definitely out of love, um, but I'm just someone that has always gained weight pretty easily. Like if I get off track, that scale can move pretty quickly. And I'm just like, it's not fair. Cause my husband, like, you know, he's the opposite. He'll skip one meal and then he loses like 25 pounds. <laughs> um, so it's always just been something I've had to be really conscious of and have had to make a lot of effort in, um, maintaining a good, healthy weight as an adult.
1: Okay. So fast forward to, okay. That was your childhood fast forward to, um, becoming a mom. And then maybe after that, jump into today.
0: Okay. So, um, I got pregnant as a teen. I was 17 when I got pregnant, 18 when I had my son. Um, but I did gain 80 pounds in my first pregnancy, which is like a ton, way more than I needed to. And all I wanted to eat was chicken fingers and mashed potatoes and gravy. <laughs> um, so then I had him in like reality hit and I was just like, okay, I need to be very intentional about losing the weight or it's just like i knew that if i didn't like make myself do it then and like get started that just wasn't gonna happen so with my first pregnancy i was young i was 18 when i had him um, but i did gain 80 pounds um with that pregnancy which was a lot um so once i had him i just kind of knew that i had to get back on track or i kind of felt like if i didn't lose the weight right away um, that I wasn't going to lose it. And I just didn't want to be stuck in that overweight. I also was really tired. Um, but I feel like my weight, you know, I did lose it. Um, and then a couple of years later, I got pregnant with my second son and the same thing with him. I, I was more focused and didn't gain as much. I only gained like 35 pounds with him, which was really good for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but the same thing, like as soon as I had him, I was on, you know, working on, To drop the weight, Um, but then as like you know, they were toddlers and getting a little bit older and just momhood. um, I do feel like I fluctuated quite a bit. Like I'd go up and down, up and down. I had like bad eating habits. I was just like inconsistent. I feel like I was a stay-at-home mom, Um, and so the mundaneness of the day like was really bad. Like if I get was stressed or tired, it's like I would turn to sweets. Um, and so I feel like I was just like in this constant, like juggling of losing weight, not losing weight, losing, like, and it just felt like, I don't know, this cycle that I was going through.
1: Well, I would say just having little kids, it's a season, it's a hard season and you kind of lose yourself, your identity, and you're so busy, whether you're working, whether you're not, it is, it is really a hard time and a hard season. So that is why I think moms oftentimes do struggle. So Sadie now is four. And now I finally feel like, oh, I can put makeup on and I can do things or I can even go out without her. And it's almost like I've regained myself again and I'm allowed to almost like, Mm -hmm. or maybe I guess just have enough time to finally pour some things back into myself. So I do think those years, that season, and it's a long season, or if you have like the three kids under five, I mean, it's going to, it's going to be a hard season. It's going to be hard to fit in those workouts or fit in things like that. Um, what would you say to somebody that is in a super busy season like that? Maybe what are some things you think that they could do?
0: Um, so one, have grace on yourself. It's not going to just happen overnight. You didn't gain the weight overnight. Um, so just give yourself time. Um, but then also the thing that helped me the most was that uh, I got, I would get dressed during the day. Like it make myself feel cute. That's I think good. that sometimes like as women, like, when we're in our frumpy lounge clothes and our, like, we just feel frumpy and it's like, it all affects everything. And so then it's like, you eat that way and then you just don't feel cute. You don't feel pretty. You don't feel attractive to your husband. And so then it just like starts a spiral of emotions and you just get in this blah feeling, um, at least for me. And so a huge, huge thing was get up, get dressed, even if that's like, yes, yoga pants and a little t-shirt that's maybe more form-fitting or throwing some mascara on. Like it doesn't have to be like, you don't have to get all dialed up. You know, you can be cute, stay at home mom look, but still just like feel good about yourself. Yeah. Um, and maybe have like make a cuter messy bun, you know, like it doesn't have to be glam, just making yourself feel a little bit better, a little pretty, a little more put together.
1: Yeah. I like that a lot. Um, when my kids were little, I would, when I only had one kid, it was, uh, go ride a bike, put them on the back. They have those um, devices that you can like basically wear them on the back when you go for a bike ride. I love that. Okay. When I had two kids, it was like the double stroller. So there's things if you want to be more intentional about, you know, get, going and getting outside, they actually like it too. You already like woke up, you put your hair in that cute, messy bun. You did a little mascara and now you've got that in. So what a way to start your day. They say, get the hardest things done. Um, at the start of your day, get them over with. So I really
0: like that. Yeah, and I love that too, because I feel like walks, like we underestimate how good walks are for you. And um, I think we think like, oh, a walk's not going to do much, but it is. It's going to get your blood flowing. You're spending time with your kids. It's good for your kids. Um, You know, you're going to wear them out, but then also you're getting those steps in and like just those small actions and being consistent every day. So yeah, maybe one walk's not going to change a whole lot. But you keep doing that and you're gonna start to see the the ripple effect from that.
1: Yeah, and just vitamin D, right? There's Mm -hmm. no plant. Definitely we need it. We need the sun, so it's so good for us. Okay. So we we've um done the backstory, then we talked about, you know, Samantha a few years ago when she had the younger kids. Now she's Josie, what is six, and then her oldest is fourteen. So um now I feel like you have just really gotten a hold of like your health and she's really done an amazing job keeping me accountable. We've been workout partners for about a month and a half now, but she's been doing this for a while. I will say it was, uh, it was in the last year, maybe six, seven months ago. I was like, did she really just like get away with wearing like a little crop top shirt? Like she can do that. Like where did her, like her stomach is like so tight, you know, then it's like, oh, I guess you just blessed with those, you know, jeans, you know, I don't know. Anyways, it, it did seem like, you know, I, I know you were committed and working out and doing all these things. And, and then all of a sudden it seemed like a switch kind of happened and you all of a sudden have like this tightest little cutest stomach I've ever seen. So, um, take us on what you've done more recently and how it's helped you both mentally and physically.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, um, I was actually, so I've been pretty consistent at the gym or very consistent at the gym for, it's been over two years now, um, but I remember when I first got back into getting in the gym and I was doing it for a while and I felt like I was like hitting it hard, watching what I was eating and then like the scale was not moving and I was getting like really upset and I kind of embarrassing to say but even at one point I was like crying to my husband I'm like I'm doing all this stuff like why is it not working and he kind of like sat me down was like Samantha like are are you gonna do this like are you gonna if it never works if you never lose the weight are you gonna stop working out and I was like uh well no he's like no because like why are you doing it and I was like well I want to be stronger I want to be you know live a fit and healthy lifestyle like for like longevity and health and energy you know, and I want to be able to not have a bad back when I'm older. Um, I want to be able to get on my knees and play with my grandkids. And so like we started going through this whole list of things of like why I was doing it. And then so he's like, so if the weight, if the scale never moves, are you going to stop? And that kind of like clicked for me in my head. Like I was like, okay, you're right. Like, I'm going to do this no matter what. And let's just be honest. Like, if you do go to the gym and you lose the weight, you can't just stop, right? Because they say, like, you have to keep doing what you did get there if you want to sustain it. Um, So having this mindset of, like, oh, I got to watch what I eat for now, but then once I lose the weight, I'm can i going to indulge more. Well, not really, because if you do that, you're going to gain it back, right? So it was, like, a big mind, um, mind shift for me in knowing that like, okay, I'm not doing this for that. And I actually took my scale um, and I put it away. I told him, I made him hide it because I was like, I know where it's at. I'm going to get it out. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I just had this like unhealthy, like it was up a little bit, my day was bad um, and vice versa. So I put the scale away. Um, But on the other flip side of that, I think sometimes we can put the scale away, but then also like never bring it out. And then we're like, whoa, how did we gain 30 pounds? Um, So I think there's definitely a healthy balance in that. And I think a scale is one tool to measure your success, but not the only one.
1: Yeah, it kind of keeps you accountable.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, So I think that mindset switch was really what like helped me a lot. Um, And then I did obviously make some changes with like what I was eating. Um, So I decided like I'm not going to be someone that counts every macro or calories or whatever like i'm just like that's unrealistic for me long term i think sometimes it works for people to get you on track and to be aware um of like what you're in taking in but i think for the most part like we know right like you can know when something like you shouldn't have maybe like certain things you're like oh wow i didn't realize it was that bad but for the most part we know um for me it was sweets were a huge thing um and, you know, still is my biggest weakness is a sweet. So like not indulging in that, um, but also not telling myself I can't have that. It was more about I'm going to be really good during the week. Um, and then on the weekends, if I want to have a sweet treat, I can. But it needs to be more of a planned thought out, not like I'm hungry. Let's look through the pantry. Oh, this oatmeal cream pies here. Let me just eat this while I'm standing and like not even enjoying it.
1: Um, there, <clears throat> there are so many times when I've um, eaten something, especially when I'm like more stressed out and I look down, and I'm like, oh, where did it go? <laughs> <laughs> right. It's all gone. Like, did I even taste it.
0: it.
1: <laughs> for sure. So um, can we pause there for a little bit? Cause I want, I'm interested to hear what you've done, like food wise at, at the house, especially with like also having to feed your family. But if we back up a little bit, you've been very dedicated at the gym. Um, she trains me and she's a beast, which has been so much fun. Um, I grew up playing sports my whole life. So I've never had somebody to work out with that was like on the same level. And she's still way above me, but still yeah. um, she has us do five minute, seven minute, eight minute wall sits and all these crazy things. So that's been a blessing. But, um, you know, when you had that um, portion of time where you weren't gaining or sorry, you weren't losing weight, but you're working out and I know you were killing yourself at the time of the gym what was this the gym doing for you mentally
0: um so i it was still helping helping me mentally because i do struggle especially during like winter time with seasonal depression and just like just a chemical imbalance i guess like the cold weather and like being indoors all the time i'm a summer baby so i love being outside so i get kind of bluesy um so that definitely helped me a lot with that is like you know getting those endorphins going the serotonin all of that stuff um those what are they hormone what uh, not hormone. <laughs> yeah. whatever those are yeah <laughs> but then it <laughs> got you out of the house
1: too yes. right and so and important. then
0: on the other side of that being a stay-at-home mom uh or work from home mom was what i really was but never leaving the house and then you know, that whole, again, getting dressed, that type of thing, um, that really helped me is, like, getting out of the house, engaging with other adults, even if it's not, like, actually, like, having conversation, but you're, like, oh, hey, you know, talking to the lady at the front desk, shout out, Kathy, (laughs) we love our gym, (laughs) um, but, you know, just, like, interaction with adults, um, and then, you it has the daycare so I could go and I could take our youngest daughter there. She was getting interaction and playing. Um so then I felt like she wasn't on a screen. Um and it was socializing her. So it just like overall like it was hitting all these points for me of like, you know, getting out of the house. And then too, once I was out of the house, sometimes I stay at home moms like when we have errands to run or we got to go do something and it's like, Oh, I don't really feel like getting the kids up. I was like more on top of like Mm -hmm. getting tasks done and like getting home and like ready to start the day or ready to clean the house because, you know, I had the energy, I had the blood flowing. So it just like, was kind of like a ripple effect in all areas. I would
1: second that because um, Sadie's cancer journey, like, you know, and being pregnant. So it's, it was like five years before I even like really paid attention to trying to get back into like working out and, and self-care and all of that. And that, that is so true. When I come home from the gym, I feel like I can tackle the world every day. I mean, there's times in the month where maybe I'm like, no, not today, yeah. but most days I feel so much more energy. It's really amazing. I feel like I'm sleeping better. I feel like I'm happier for the most part. And so it's just so good for that. And I guess one other thing to mention about going to the gym with you, Samantha, you seem to have a plan every day when we're there, a routine. Um, So have you always had that? And how do you develop plans?
0: Um, No, I have not always had that. And I think that's huge because I think a lot of times we go in and we are like looking around and wondering, oh, what should I do today? And then you're testing out this machine. And then before you know it, you're like, oh, dang, I've been here an hour and I haven't really got into a good workout. Or we do the opposite and we just go straight to cardio and that can be boring. And if you're bored at the gym, it's not going to be sustainable. Um, So one, finding a workout that you enjoy, I feel like that's huge. And maybe you don't love it at first because like some people are going to be like, I don't like out at all. (laughs) Um, But like, okay, out of all of them, what do you like more? For me, um, it is weights. Now, I will say, too, that if you're a woman and even if you're not um, losing weight, that if you're gaining muscle, muscle at resting weight burns more calories than fat. So if you want sustainability, long term, like goals, one, it's going to reshape your body and muscles tighter and more lean, um, even if the scale doesn't move. But two, you're going to be work smarter, not harder. right? Right. So like gaining some muscle is key, especially for women. Um, but when you're developing your plan, you know, kind of like, it doesn't have to be the same for everyone. Um, use social media, use Pinterest, TikTok a lot for, um, your workout plans, but kind of decide like what type of thing, what type of, um, workout you want to have. If you're going to do weights, figure out what your split's going to be, which that is just saying, okay, am I going to do arms one day, legs one day, back one day, kind of like search around and figure out what you want. For some people, it might be more like, you know, cardio mixed in with yoga. It doesn't really matter. It's whatever it is for you. Um, But just play around with it, figure out what you like, and then just stick to that Um, for like, you know, I keep the same workout routine for about six months and then I'm going to switch it up a little bit. Um, I know that they say like, you need to switch up your workouts. They don't mean like every week they mean like, you know, more than once a year. So just kind of find your niche and just, I feel like social media helps so much, especially like TikTok, Pinterest for finding workouts. If you don't know where to start, literally you can type in arm workout on Pinterest and like a pull up different ones and just use that one. And then, you know, until you get more comfortable.
1: Yeah. Pen and paper, make a routine, stick with it. Um, One of the things I've liked, and it's been different because if I was going back to the gym by myself, I would have had a heavy focus on cardio and a lighter focus on weights. And that's quite the opposite of what you've been doing. And honestly, it's like the cardio is fine, but does your body get used to it over time? I think it actually does. And you're building endurance, yes, a little bit of muscle and whatnot, but not like what we, I feel like we, we, when we work out with the weights, I feel like our heart rate is up almost the whole time the way we're doing it. And I don't know, I don't go to the gym with like the, oh crap, I got to go run on the treadmill for this amount of time or do the elliptical. Cause again, that, I don't know for me having like the change up of routine and just sticking with the weights and keeping the heart rate up that way, that has been awesome for me and then also it is i just feel way more strong mm-hmm. well rounded overall with my mm-hmm. whole body versus going in and doing 45 minutes on the elliptical so i think it, it i think more women actually need to do more of the weights and also if you're a busy mom and you're struggling like your adrenals are taxed like don't do the cardio like go in and do weights and make sure you eat before you go. There's things like you need to do balance your blood sugar. Like Leah was talking about. Um, but be careful because sometimes we can get so stressed, so busy, no rest time. And you can really tax your adrenals. If you go to a high cardio.
0: Right. Um, And, yeah, our heart rate is in, like, peak performance for some of the parts, but usually it's in cardio. Um, And then just switching it up, doing those three sets, okay, on to the next thing. It's, like, right when you feel like you're going to die, you get to move. Um, But a thing for me as a woman, and I don't know about you, but I think feeling stronger, like, because today's world, you know, it's constantly, like, watch what you're doing in the parking lot. Like, women just being stronger Um, For me, it makes me feel safer. Like when I'm out with my kids, um, not that I could like beat up a man or anything, but sometimes when you feel like physically stronger, it makes you feel stronger mentally Mm -hmm. um, and just feel more that you have an ability to protect yourself. Well, a little
1: bit. when you helped me organize the room and I was like, when Eric gets home and moves the dresser, you're like, what do you mean? Like, let's go move the dresser. I was like, "Whoa, yeah, happy? I actually can. So like nowadays, <laughs> sorry about the door. Nowadays, uh, I think those things out. Oh, like I don't need to wait on my husband to move this thing. I'm just going to do it. So it's like empowerment, you know? Yeah,
0: totally. Yeah.
1: Okay. So, um, because you have your culinary degree, I always ask these things, and i'm always interested in knowing what you've done i guess just at the home in the kitchen so say you're making spaghetti or something for the family do you have alternatives or what are you doing or say you come home from the gym and it's the week before your period you're just famished like what do you do or what are some alternatives
0: you use for um, in the kitchen okay so my main focus is like i said i don't really count anything but i try to get half my plate in veggies and then um, try to get my weight in grams of protein. So, um, if you weigh 140 pounds, you want to try to get in 140 grams of protein, um, which may seem like a lot at first, but if you just make it your goal and focus on it in the morning and try to, like Leo was saying, get it in before, you know, most of it in before lunch, that's really helpful. Um, but I do have some tips and tricks that helped me. Um, so like if I have spaghetti, I will get a head of cabbage and I will shred it really fine. And then I saute it in a pan with some, you know, a little bit of olive oil and some salt. Um, But then I fill half my bowl up with that cabbage. And then I just put my noodles in there with it and the sauce. Um, And you know, it sounds weird, but it makes me feel so like full because I I get to eat this huge bowl of spaghetti. um, But it's literally like no guilt in there. Um, And you really can't taste it like, you can't really tell, like, yeah, there's a little bit of a uh, texture difference or whatever, but really, like, I have had a lot of friends try it, and they're like, oh, dang, like, this is, like, this is really good, like, you didn't even notice it, so you're, like, don't even feel like you're missing out. I'll do the same, like, when I make buffalo chicken dip, I'll have the shredded cabbage, and I'll just mix in um, the buffalo chicken dip with that, with the chips, and it's, like, the same thing, like, you get to eat way more, and I am more about, like, high volume eating, you know, I <laughs> like to eat. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I feel like I give myself these itty-bitty portions, it's like my mind's like,
1: no, I want more. I remember Lauren at the gym saying like, no, you like to eat, you're a foodie. And you're like, yeah, I yeah.
0: I love <laughs> food and I have a good appetite. Like yeah. I feel like I can eat a lot. So um I just try to replace that, like half of your food with um, very low calorie foods like veggies and you're still getting that you know full plate feeling but um, you don't have to feel guilty about it. it's good. Um, what about any like snacks or like quick grab things? Do you have any tips for that? Um, yes so when I first started the I love the peppered turkey from the deli it's like just one of my favorites but it's um, you know guilt-free because it's like white turkey breast meat. Um, So having something like that on hand, I feel like protein is huge. It's going to keep you full. Um, So having some quick grab items that you love, um, that doesn't feel like a dieting because you also don't want to tell yourself you're dieting because you're having a lifestyle change. And if you want to maintain it, you have to stick with that. So you have to kind of figure out what works for you. Um, So having some quick things to grab. So Turkey was one of mine. I felt like I could just roll that up on the go or whatever. Um, and then because I like sweets, I'm always constantly trying to like recreate guilt-free <laughs> sweets. Um, one of my favorites is I will take a serving of non-fat Greek yogurt, a serving of cottage cheese. I'll put protein in there, like a serving of protein, and then I'll take a little bit of like strawberry preserve and put it in there and you can either just mix it up like that and eat it or if you put it in the blender if you're not being lazy (laughs) um then you blend it up and makes it like really thick and creamy and it's almost like a strawberry cheesecake
1: i think we should make that and post it on youtube what do you say
0: yes let's do (laughs) it so good so So that was definitely like i ate a lot of that Mm um and you know like finding sweets again you can go to um you can go to Pinterest or TikTok and just like type in healthy, healthy sweets or high protein sweets or, you know, do the variations, but like finding things and then like making sure that you have those on hand and always having something um, so that then your default isn't to just go and eat, you know, yeah. something out of the pantry that you shouldn't eat and then you're going to regret or grabbing the bag of chips or whatever. Yes.
1: Yeah. Because it's like, it's like a mind battle, right? So, you want to eat that thing that's right in front of you, yet you know afterwards it's like buyer's remorse. It's like eater's remorse. You're going to be guilty right after you eat it. So it's like, come on, be mentally strong. And we, we would say, okay, sometimes we can be mentally strong, but there's other times where we're just weak or we're super stressed out, so nope, we're going to grab it anyways. You had mentioned something. There was um, some guy running a certain amount of miles. What was yeah. that? Because that really was, was good when you said it. So
0: I watched a TikTok, and it was a guy that um, had – the top crumble cookie um, that they're serving right now and it was 880 calories and so he ate the crumble cookie and then he was like let me see how far I have to run until I burn this off and he had to run seven and a half miles now this guy was like a runner so like one most people can't even do that Um, but two like it was a consecutive you know that's so much harder like it took seven and a half miles before he could run that off which is like just makes you think that like if someone were to take that cookie and put it in front of you seven and a half miles on a platter and we're like, all right, go get your cookie. Like nobody would go run after it. We'd be like, oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah.
1: And I know you've uh, talked before, too. You've had a time in your life where. Maybe you ate something the night before, so then you would try to work it off the next day. Well, I
0: actually started doing that myself um, because I was working so hard um, at the gym, but then at night, it's always at night, you know, the kids are in yes, bed, they're sleeping, we're sitting watching the show, and then you get out the snacks, and I would just like overindulge, um, and so it was just a cycle, and so I was like, oh, how am I going to stop doing this? And it's like you tell yourself, like, I'm not going to do that tonight, but then it would happen. Um, so I started doing was I started keeping track of what I ate and the calories. And then the next day I'd get on the stair supper, which if you've ever done the stair supper, it is killer. It's hard. <laughs> um, and I would stay on that stair supper until I reached that amount of calories. And I swear it only took like a week. After doing that, it's, like, I literally, like, stopped craving that stuff. Like, oatmeal cream pies, all, you know, the little (laughs) Debbies. I was, like, oh, no, not even worth it. Like, I don't even want that. Like, no, thank you. Um, So I think it was just, like, retraining my brain um, to just like associate that with like actually how much work it takes and it didn't take too long. It's like years of bad habits. Right. It was broken a week. <laughs> like, nope,
1: not today. Yeah. If only like somebody pointed that out to me or whatnot. Yeah. Um, for, for me, what has always kept me accountable for years and years, I would say like, I started my decently, uh, accountable health journey in my early twenties. And for me, I learned enough about food that I almost made myself feel so guilty when I did eat the wrong thing mm-hmm. or I could attribute, oh, I'm feeling crappy because of this. So I almost like guilt, my, guilted myself for like, oh, it's, it's non GMO, you know, all these things, I don't know. Um, or, you know, certain chemicals or just extra ingredients that are unnecessary. So I like, I, I have a bit bad habit or a good habit of looking at the ingredients on mm-hmm. almost everything at the store, unless I've purchased it before and I know it's good um, so I've kind of tricked myself, not tricked, uh, trained myself. But I, I, you know, it's one of those things. I'm like, it worked for me. Why is it not working for you? You know. Um, so it's it's whatever works for the person. But for me, that I think for the most part keeps me accountable to the moderation thing. So if I do go out and eat something I shouldn't, then the next meal I'm trying to almost. Uh, accommodate or uh, cancel it out, if you will, or just ensure that you know I'm not gonna stay doing that because the more you eat those foods, the more you crave it. I, oh, the sure. same way, so that's really interesting,
0: yeah. And I am all about like enjoying yourself. I try to now stick to planned out enjoyments. So if I'm gonna go out to eat with my husband for a date night or something like that, like I'm gonna indulge, I'm gonna enjoy myself, I'm gonna order what I want, but then it's right back on track. Um, I once heard a a personal trainer that said you know she had that method that you don't have to say no to things like all the time but like, if you do like the next day like you can say yes but we're not sloppy we're like we're not staying on that train so like then it's back getting your body back to the gym the next day back on track and i think that's the key is that when we get off track for too long that's when it really starts mm-hmm. to go downward spiral
1: so you've created a lifestyle change and a lifestyle habit you've been doing this for multiple years now um i do want to touch on this point too because i know even your dad your friend group everyone around you noticed kind of the switch or i guess it was that inflex point where all of a sudden like you you know you have like the tiniest little belly ever or i shouldn't call it it's not even a belly it's like a tight little ab cute stomach I know there was a point where you said it wasn't coming off and then all of a sudden something happened because I think everyone around you noticed, you know? So what would you say to that?
0: Um, I think it was really my body. Like, I think that you can plateau. I think your body can hold on because a lot of times it's like, oh no, what are we doing? Like, and it can hold on to that weight. Um, But for me, I think it was like that freedom. Like, I believe so much that your mind is so powerful. And so, once I took that burden or that stress off of myself to like lose the weight, um, and just realized, like, hey, I'm doing this with or without weight loss. If the scale never moves, it's almost like my body just kind of like was like, oh, or I don't, I don't really know. It was just I stuck with it, um, and I kept doing it. Like I kept showing up even when the scale wasn't moving, even when I was tired, when I wanted to cry, like, and I just kept doing it and kept ingraining um, that habit for myself and then it's like finally my body released and I don't know if it was you know and it didn't happen like overnight but it was like in a small, smaller period where it's like wow the weight re- really did start to come off and I've actually heard of women um, other women that have had that too that I've talked to that then you know, they just stuck with it and then it, eventually their body um, released it's almost like my ba- body rebalanced or you know yeah, what, what do you have to say for my body? My belly. I think super
1: cute. <laughs> <kill>. <laughs> yeah. So if you're one of those moms out there, maybe you have started it. Just you know, give yourself time and remember, we are women. We have this hormone thing going on, and again, it is a lifestyle change. And I, I have seen Samantha eat cupcakes right next to me too. So <laughs> I mean, you can look at her stomach and be like, oh, she's not eating anything. Nope. Um, I can vouch for that too. But I do know she kicks my butt in the gym too. So. You know, and and that doesn't have to be you either. But just staying accountable to something. And we would also mention here that if you have a friend or somebody, um, I actually um, heard of a story recently that there was um, somebody that wanted a workout partner and she didn't have one. So she actually was vulnerable and amazing enough to go on Facebook and say, "Hey, I'm starting this challenge. Do would anyone want to do it with me?" And I think she posted it a few times. Okay, last call. If anyone wants to do it, and actually she made a really good friend that way oh, somebody true. stepped up that hadn't known her and they go to the gym to this day and it's like a beautiful story so um you know you're good enough on your own but you're going to be way stronger with a partner especially at your level and then also there's so much more benefits that come out of it it's like that mom time or that woman time just the connection or you've had a bad day you need just to let it out to somebody it's like therapy time um so there's so much value in finding a friend and just, gosh, just ask, you know, what is the worst? So if they say no, they say no,
0: but why not ask? Yeah. Even in the a food side aspect if you have an accountability partner um you know someone that's like not your husband where you can be vulnerable and be like man I really want this and they can kind of talk you off the ledge Mm -hmm. of doing that I mean like no girl worked out really hard today whatever like that is has so much power
1: too in it so um there's so many times where I'm doing a certain weight and Samantha just comes over and adds to it <laughs> like you, little brat. <laughs> but I try it each time. So. Or,
0: or add minutes to her. <laughs> yeah. Wall squats. Or yeah. You know, but you gotta like it's a healthy, fun. We push each other, mm-hmm. and um, it's so much better when you do have someone working yes. out with you. Or and you can do home workouts too. Do not feel like you have to go to the gym. Right. Get on YouTube. Um, you know look out you guys can work out together in your living room yeah using your babies as your weights like going a walk with your neighbor yeah, yeah totally yeah
1: all right samantha before we get to the what's for dinner <laughs> which i actually have something planned <laughs> <laughs> um anything else that you'd like to say on your journey
0: um i think just give yourself a lot of grace and love yourself through all the stages um i think that if you're hating your body or you're so disgusted with your body um, or you're like, I cannot believe I let myself get this far. Like your body knows that. And I think that we have to just learn to love our bodies in every state. Um, And that was hard for me. Like, you know, when I was bigger um, or after I gave birth, I had to really give myself grace and be like, you just birthed a human yeah. like that's incredible. You breastfed a human for not that long because my milk never came in. But like, you know, giving yourself these this grace and like telling yourself how amazing you are um, through it all is the most important um, because it's not about the number on the scale. It's not about. A tight t- little belly, or looking like a supermodel. <laughs> um, it truly is about you know being healthy and being the best version of yourself. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you that through all this, I have way more energy. I just feel so much better. Like it's like a ripple effect. And if it if I never saw the physical results, the mental um, yeah. stuff that it's helped me with is worth it. Yeah.
1: And you know, you talked earlier about. Jonathan, helping you shift your mindset, that perspective that we've already, you know, spoken about on this podcast series, you know, what if you always grew up being a little overweight? Oh, that's just not me. Or what if somebody's told you, you know, you'll never be this or that, or you weren't an athlete, you know, you just think it's just not you. I would say like, don't listen to that. Like, come on, shift your perspective, start somewhere. My mom actually started running in her fifties, I believe she, yeah. She doesn't currently, um, she's what 64 now, but there is, she wasn't really an athlete. She played a little bit of sports when she was younger, but really it's just one of those things that like happened out of nowhere in here. My mom was running. So don't sell yourself short, um, shift your perspective, start somewhere. And then just like anything else, nobody wants to get up and go work out hard, you know, initial, like from the start. But once you do, you're always gonna feel so glad you did. Just like when you turn away that crunch cookie or whatever that is, Samantha, at the end or afterwards, you're gonna be feel so proud of yourself. So you're actually gonna be retraining your thoughts, your perspective, and all those things. And then I say just look up what you're eating and then you're gonna be so disgusted you'll never touch it again. (laughs) Except sometimes. (laughs) I still do too. But
0: I love that because um too, I always tell I tell myself a lot, like when I was pregnant with Nolan, I was trying not to gain 80 pounds um but I'd always tell myself like I never regret doing a workout like you never get done with a workout and you're like darn wish I wouldn't have done that workout (laughs) but almost 100% of the time I didn't go I'd be like dang I should have gone worked out so like if you make yourself go even if it's only given 20 percent you know, you don't always have to give a hundred percent every time you go. And I had to learn that too over the years that you might not have a hundred percent in you, but if you showed up today for a little bit and you got something in that might be your hundred percent for the day. And it might look like 20% on your good days, but that doesn't matter because you're going to have 20% days. You're going to have 40%. Like you have to keep with it. And it's not always going to be a hundred. And I think that's Mm -hmm. another, um, mind block that I had to get out. I thought that like oh, if I wasn't in it and I'm sweating my butt off and doing it full force, then it didn't really count. But to train your brain and to make that habit, it's more about consistency Mm -hmm. and not about how hard you're working out. It's just about showing up. Yeah, that's so good. Okay, well, we will
1: also um, post some pictures of your transformation. (laughs) (laughs) I think we should, because again, it's, it's a beautiful thing to watch from the outside. And again, just knowing how hard she works and uh, I just, it's been something that I just sit back and I applaud her on. And I think this is just what, you know, you're, you're meant to, you know, be in this partnership because you're not only like the hip, the trendy one, that super empathetic heart one, but you're somebody that is a motivator. Mm -hmm. So she's motivated me and again, you know, gotten me out of my shell, out of my house and all these things. So I am very grateful for that. Um, before we wrap up today's podcast, Samantha always makes us do this. Samantha, what's for dinner?
0: I don't know. Yay! <laughs> oh, what are you having for dinner since okay. you
1: know? I, we, we stumped you one time. This is awesome. I um, we I, I um, thought out steaks, deer steaks, last oh, yeah. night. So we're just doing deer steaks and some veggies. Nice. Now, Nothing exciting, but I did
0: plan it, so I know. and uh, it sounds like the calfsticks are coming to the trout <laughs> Please yeah. do so you can cook it for me. <laughs> um I have some I have some chicken. I'll probably make like shredded taco bowl, chicken taco bowls tonight. Mm, and awesome. so instead of doing the tortilla and the rice for me, I'll like make it more like a salad with some beans. That's healthy option. I like it.
1: Well, that's a wrap. We'll see you next time. Bye, mamas. Thanks for listening to another Aligned Mama podcast. We hope you found value in today's topic. For more mama resources, go to alignedmamas.com, follow us on social, and join our Aligned Mamas community Facebook group to connect with other moms just like you. We'd like to
0: hear from you. Have a podcast topic? Want to get in touch with us? Want to share your story as a guest? email us at alignedmamas at gmail.com see you yeah. next time i can see through my feelings now i can see clear through my mind and the secrets to shut my eyes to shut my eyes and see